Thank you for listening to the Sandals Church Podcast. Today's episode is part of our Real Spirituality content series, conversations on the reality of the unknown, how spirituality impacts us all, and what the Bible has to say about it. We hope you enjoy this episode. Some weird stuff's happening in my house. Like, I think there's a demon. I think, like, something's going on in here. Where she saw, um, like, water or something, like, coming off the wall. You've opened this door. You've opened this portal because of something that is dark and evil and against God's ways. What is up, fam? I'm Adam Atchison, and uh, I have my friend Stephanie here. This series is going to be all about uh, engaging in authentic conversations about uh, current and, and relevant spiritual matters in our world. Uh, a lot of what we're seeing just in digital media and our culture and social media. And, uh, and we want to we wanna go there. We want to have a, a, an authentic conversation about that today. And so this episode is, is really just to introduce the idea of spirituality. And uh, b- because they, we don't want to assume that uh, everybody does believe in, in this premise that there is more to reality than meets the eye that there's a, a reality that is unseen. And so, uh, man, I, I'm excited to hear uh, from you, Stephanie, about your own journey in, in understanding that premise. And so um, I, I know you've got a, a really powerful story that helped open your eyes to the yeah. unseen. And uh, so would you mind just kind of kicking off and, and sharing that story with us? Yeah, totally. So a little bit of background. I used to be um, our pastor's assistant. So I had the very interesting job of like following him around on the weekends as he would talk to people after services and pray with people. And I remember there being a weekend where a woman came up and said, hey, I just moved into one of the houses right across the street from the church. And she's like, some weird stuff's happening in my mm-hmm. house. Like, I think there's a demon. I think like something's going on in here. Will you come pray over my house? Mm-hmm. And my job was always to make sure that we actually follow up on the things that Pastor Matt said he would do. <laughs> and I, even in that conversation, I'm like, oh, okay, like that's nice, but like he's probably not gonna have time for that. And he's like, oh, absolutely, I will be there. And I thought like, man, like this is kind of weird. Like, right. I, don't, I don't really know we did that. Like I thought that's just for Catholics. That's like, this, this isn't real. Like that was sort of my attitude going into it. And so we like scheduled the time to go over to their house and um, set it up with her. And all that, like all day he'd been telling people like, oh, we're going over to like, you know, meet some demons and stuff. And I was like, this is, he's just, he's just talking a big game. He's telling his pastor stories, whatever. Like, <laughs> this is not, this is not a thing. I'm joking about like, oh yeah, we're going to the demon house, whatever. Um, and we're riding in the car over there. Mm. And like, I've been joking all day. And as we pulled in the driveway, he's like, he stops. He's like, hey, we're going to go in there. He's like, I don't know what's going to happen. It may be nothing. He's like, but if things get real, if things start to get weird, he's like, I want you to get behind me. Mm. And I'm all of a sudden I'm sitting there like, oh, this is, this might actually get weird. Like Pastor Matt's a little nervous about this and taking this seriously. He tells a story later on. He's like, oh, I just need to out, like, I don't need to outrun the demon stuff. I just need to outrun you. Like that's the story he tells us, but that is not like, it was a lot more scary in that yeah, moment of him like yeah. saying like, hey, I don't know what's going to happen there. He's like, I want you to get behind me. He's mm. like, I know you love Jesus. He's like, but things can be way more powerful than you think. Mm. Just like stick with me. I got you. And so now I was talking a big game this whole time. Like, oh, this is going to be so funny, whatever. And now I'm walking to this house like, oh, my God, what's going to happen in this house? Um, And we walk in and I remember her telling us that there were some chairs at their dining room table that Mm. kept moving to where she hadn't put them. Mm. And that there was something going on in her daughter's room where she saw um, like water or something like coming off the wall. Mm. And Pastor Matt said, oh, like it's like like the walls are sweating. He's like, "I've, I've seen that before. 
And I'm in here like, I have no, no concept for this. I'm like, this is a, this real thing. And I'm looking around the house like, this looks like a, looks like a cute Pinterest house to me. I don't mm. like, I don't know what's going on. He's like, I don't, he's like, I don't sense anything in here right now. He's like, that doesn't mean it's not really. He's like, but let's stop. Let's pray. Let's mm. like go into the rooms. I'm like, we don't, we don't need to go to the room, but we don't need, that's okay. We don't need to go in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, let's go sit in the room where this is happening. He's like, we'll, we'll pray in there too. He's like, we'll pray around your house. Um, and we didn't see anything or really experiencing in the moment, but I just remember sitting in that house thinking, oh, there's, there's stuff that actually happens. Like this person who I really respect mm. and there's no reason for him to act like this is a thing when it's really not. Mm. Cause he's the first to be like, Hey, like this is like, this person's just, you know, freaked out, but we don't actually believe that. Like, but he believed this. Mm. Um, and he went in with the confidence. I could tell, like, he wasn't scared or thinking, like, oh, we might get totally beat up and thrown out of this house by this demon. Like, he went in confidently knowing, like, nope, we're going to pray and we're going to call out Jesus in this house and remind this woman that the Holy Spirit is with her mm. and in her home and, like, we're safe in Christ. Yeah. Um, but it just opened my eyes to, wow, okay, I guess we do actually need to kind of take this seriously. I don't need to be joking about, like, demon house or whatever. Sure. Um, so, yeah, just it totally shifted my perspective yeah. on the whole thing. Yeah, so that um, that was sort of a, an initial eye-opening kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, since that time, how, how has it shifted just your own view of reality, mm-hmm. of um, m- maybe has it, has it had an effect on even how you um, interpret things that happen in the world or even your own way of following Jesus in the world? Yeah, I think it it opened my eyes to actually take things seriously. I think Mm. my personality in general is like, oh, that's that's not real. Mm. Like, we don't need to worry about that. I like, I follow Jesus, and so I don't need to worry about like whatever all these people are saying about like ghosts and demons. I was like, that stuff's probably not real. If you're if you're really like a Christian, or you're like even really like, I feel like as an Amer like an American Mm. even like we don't we don't do ghosts. Like we don't like that's for like you know the like hippie spiritual people or in the scary movies, but like, we don't actually believe in that. Come on. Like we're, we're logical, rational people. Um, and it opened my eyes to know, like the Bible says throughout, mm. like there's more than meets the eye. Mm. Like we're battling more than flesh and blood mm-hmm. as Christians. And like the Bible's saying these verses because there must be something there. Sure. Like it's not, it's not saying, Hey, don't believe in that. Right. Hey, if someone talks about ghosts or they think that they sent something in their house, it doesn't say just ignore them. It says, no, there is something there, but you have something more powerful. Sure. So just even shift my eyes to actually admit that there's more out there. Yeah. Um, and not just pretend that it doesn't exist because that's what I tend to do. Is like, no, that's not real. Sure. Like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. So. And, and just to be clear, I, I, just because there's a, a claim of something or mm-hmm. something a little bit funky being yeah. experienced in a physical environment, it, it's not that I don't hear you saying that we therefore jump to the conclusion that there's yeah. a demon behind every bush. Yeah. Um, we're, we're not even making the claim that everything is spiritual. Oh yeah. Um, and that in a lot of cases, um, there's probably, a, an explanation that, um, is either very, uh, physically like, like yeah. ra- rational in the, mm-hmm. in the sort of this worldly sense. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's a pipe broken and that's why the walls are sweating and you need to call a plumber, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it could also be that yeah. in, in some cases that there is a real spiritual thing. Yeah. Happening. And I think that just redirected me from where I don't err on the side of everything's the devil. Yeah. I err on the side of like, but like, what's this devil? Like, that's just for crazy people. Like, sure. it taught me to correct on the other side of like, no, there actually is some real stuff. And some of it actually could be kind of dangerous, kind of scary, and then not treat it like it doesn't exist or sure. treat it flippantly. Yeah. What do you think it was about Pastor Matt's approach that on the one hand was 
capable of uh, assuming that there was some real spiritual thing happening mm -hmm. in this house and at the same time to not be freaked out, to not be worried or debilitated by fear. Because I think one thing that, um, whether you're a Christian or not, um, that to acknowledge something like this, it is, uh, is unsettling at, at minimum, oh. right? Like, like what, what do you do with the idea that there's more to reality than meets the eye? And so one option is anxiety and, and fear mm -hmm. and maybe that it becomes inflated. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, how, how do you think um, that, that you, you should respond to that in a way that's not worrisome, not anxiety-ridden, yeah. um, while still acknowledging its reality? So how, how do you resolve that tension? Yeah, I think even like watching his example in that moment of like, okay, he's telling me this is real and that we should be prepared. Mm. But he's also saying, okay, yeah, there may be a demon, but even the biggest, scariest demon is nothing compared to who we know Jesus to be. Sure. Um, that was comforting. And it almost helped make my faith in Jesus more real and mm. more profound because, oh yeah, like he's not just like baby Jesus in the manger. Mm. He's not just, you know, the scary Jesus on the cross. Like mm. there's like, he's an actual person who is God and is powerful sure. and he's not just out there like answering my requests or granting wishes or mm. telling me you can't have any fun because you have to follow these rules like he's actually like fighting bad things too mm. like he's actually more powerful than something that could be, like that's really scary that you can't see sure. and it just gave this new like depth and facet to my understanding of who Jesus was that he's not just you know whatever even just church has taught me or sure. whatever you know, the stories that I heard as a kid taught me. Yeah. So it just gave this new facet of, oh, there's there's more to my faith than I realized. And like, there's more power in my faith than I realized. Yeah. So I think that's interesting. It reminds me of this idea that, as you talked about this, the imagery of Jesus fighting battles, right? Mm -hmm. um, it reminds me of how uh, the Star Wars cosmology gets it half right. Mm -hmm. In other words, there are two, uh, two opposing forces. And man, throughout history, the, the history of ideas and philosophy and things, like d different sorts of categories to describe these, right? Like light and dark is, mm -hmm. is the Star Wars choice, right? Good and evil. Um, but the, a key thing for us to remember uh, as Christians is that while these are opposing forces, they're not equal forces. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the, the key difference is that we believe that while there's a battle happening and while God has conceded some degree of control of this earth to, to our enemy, which I'll talk about in a minute, mm -hmm. Um, that he's still sovereign over even the darkness, even mm -hmm. the evil. And that's ultimately, when I think about how we respond and stay mentally healthy and sane as Christians, oh, yeah. right? Like that's kind of what we have to ultimately fall back on is that oh, yeah. while that reality is there, and you spoke to that with Jesus, right? That there, that his name, his power, his authority um, is, is stronger. It's more than, yeah. it's not equal to, mm -hmm. even if it is opposing. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah, and so by way of, of introduction, um, one thing I think that especially maybe even Christians tend to forget uh, from the very beginning is 
it's not just a story of God and his goodness and humanity made in his image with uh, the ability to choose uh, good and evil, to choose God or, or to choose ultimately our own way. Um, that's very much a part of the story. Mm-hmm. But we tend to forget that from the beginning in the garden, there was a third party. Mm-hmm. There was a serpent present. And, um, and this serpent um, in the initial creation story is a little cryptic. We don't quite know if you're just reading from start to finish. If you're not familiar with the biblical context or story, um, it, it's sort of interesting. But the rest of the story begins to fill this out. And that it's, it's, there is a third party that is really uh, tempting us mm-hmm. uh, toward uh, rebellion, mm-hmm. ultimately. And so, uh, you know, I, I think uh, what we do find out is uh, that the Satan, the Hasatan in, in Hebrew, is the accuser mm-hmm. um, who, who wants to uh, tempt us to, to not only become like God, but become uh, our own God. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really Satan's story. Um, and the story of, of what we find out is, is about a third of these spiritual beings that we know as angels uh, went the way of Satan and, mm-hmm. and chose and, and were cast down to the earth and, and now are wreaking havoc and yeah. wanting to go against God's primary purpose and plan, mm-hmm. which is uh, to bring order and beauty and human flourishing to, to the world that he loved and created. And, uh, and this, this, but these other forces are existing that are destructive, that yeah. are death dealing. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, beyond uh, sort of this initial experience, have there been any other ways that you have uh, personally maybe, I mean, this was sort of a story that you were yeah. as an assistant yeah, kind into, of yeah. third party uh, observant to, but um, have you experienced just the, the spiritual reality of a battle, even within yourself? Or within yeah. relationships or life, I mean, could you let us in a little bit to how you've recognized? Oh, this isn't just this isn't just a thought, or yeah, there, it's a thought, but it might there might be something behind that too. Or... Yeah, totally. Like I can think of like a couple examples. Even mm-hmm. like it like feels like a, it felt like a silly story at the time, but it keeps coming to mind right now as we're talking. But I remember like being fresh out of college and like most of my like life before I got married, I like lived in a house with other girls and mm-hmm. we had roommates and. Um, there's one night where one of my roommates like woke up in the middle of the night, super mm-hmm. freaked out. And mm-hmm. she's like, something just walked across my pillow. And I remember all of us like, and we were like, you know, helping out in the church. We were working mm-hmm. with our college group. So like there's church stuff happening in our house all the time, but there's also just like our like house and roommates, like we were like at war with each other. Like mm-hmm. there were two of us that were super close. There were two other girls who were super close and like, sure. We did all this stuff together all the time, but mm-hmm. like, we were like mortal enemies, like not like, not more, that sure. sounds overly dramatic, felt but, but it felt that way. Like, <laughs> oh, she went and did that. Oh, she like just girl drama. Sure. Things. And, um, I remember one night she woke up in the middle of the night and it was like something, like something walked across my pillow and like, we were all freaked out. Like no one slept. We thought like, and she's like, she's like, I know this sounds crazy. She's like, but I think it was like a demon. Mm. And for some reason we all just sort of knew like, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think maybe something's, well, something's up in our house. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I think we all just, like, slept in one room that night. We're super scared. Like, and I remember just feeling, like, that feeling of just being, like, panicky girls. Like, oh, my gosh, what are we doing? Like, and we were just, like, caving into that. We finally went and, like, talked to some of our friends. Like, well, why don't we come over mm. and, like, pray around the house? Let's talk to you girls about some of the stuff that's going on. Mm. And even realizing that that division among us, mm. 
all of a sudden, like, and who knows, like, what actually happened, but, like, I still believe I was, like, something got invited into our house. Right. Um, because even, you know, we're girls working together on church stuff on the outside, but are, like, girl drama on the inside, and that's, like, sounds, sure. like, kind of minor, but I think even that little bit of division, I realized, like, oh, we're, like, we're allowing something in because sure. I'm allowing my bitterness toward, you know, one of these girls to totally overrun me caring about her as a person. Mm or caring about what God's doing in her life. Um, and so even that moment of like, hey, hold, hold on. Like, it's more than just our girl drama. It's more than just like something's going on here yeah. and it's trying to make us scared yeah. and completely focused again on everything that's not what unites us, but everything right. that like wants to make us go cower in our rooms yeah. by ourselves or you, give up on our like house entirely, you know, burn it all down. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and one of the things we believe as Christians is that, uh, the enemy can't create anything. And so the way he works, uh, if you think of your biology 101 class, is a parasite and a host, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the enemy, these, these dark spiritual forces are destructive. They're not creative. And so they have to piggyback. I think of it as like piggybacking on something that actually is real mm -hmm. and that, it, that already exists. And so what I heard in your story is that there was a, an open door, mm -hmm. I and mean, that's sort of some spiritual language, right? That because of this division, which by the way, division is against God's kingdom, and the mm -hmm. way he wants to rule is where we're actually at peace mm -hmm. with, with each other, which you and your roommates weren't. Oh, so yeah. that creates, I know this is a funny term to use, but because uh, I'm not a gamer, but it's, a, it's a, a word that's sort of common out there, especially culturally, is a portal. It's almost like a, you've opened this door, you've opened this portal because of something that is dark and evil mm -hmm. and against God's ways, mm -hmm. against his kingdom. And so the enemy, the parasite, has something to attach to. Totally. And then what happens, uh, the, the next part of the process is now that he's, he's got an, an open door, a portal to this thing, is he twists, mm -hmm. he distorts, he runs interference between you know, something that could be as simple if you don't have this perspective of like, you just chalk it up to miscommunication, mm -hmm. right? Oh, my roommate the, the, yeah. that's on the enemy side. Oh, she said that. Mm -hmm. Well, but now the enemy is involved and you're yeah. hearing something like, different. Oh, she didn't just say that. She's out to, she's out to get me. Right. She's against me. And you're adding these mm -hmm. layers and perhaps there's a third party mm -hmm. that's breathing life into inflating what, what, what is there. And, and so, um, so yeah, I think that um, I think that's a great story to to think about how the enemy works mm -hmm. in ways that are very like, even though it's let's call it like paranormal or it's it's mm -hmm. another sort of dimension or it's spiritual and unseen, it's very much played out in our everyday oh, wow. normal relational realities unseen. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes me think of of a of an approach that that I think um, is a really healthy one. In the uh, the intro to C.S. Lewis, who's a famous Christian thinker in the early 20th century, he wrote this book called *The Screw Tape Letters*, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a it's an, an it's an allegory. And uh, there's an uncle training up a nephew, both demons, on how to be effective mm -hmm. in running interference and in, in in destroying uh, lives and and things. And and at the beginning, he says we can cause a human to make one of two errors: either they can uh, disregard our existence. So this is sort of the more, if you, if you're, if you lend toward like a logical, rational, mm -hmm. uh, type mind, um, science where you, you love science and I love science and, yeah. um, and all of those things, uh, it, it's a materialistic 
approach to the world where there isn't more yeah. to reality than sees the than the United States, then man, we've won. This is the demon speaking, right? Like we've we've won the war because we can do our thing undetected. Mm -hmm. um, the other ditch that we can ca cause them to fall in or error that they can make is by making too much of us. Mm -hmm. You know, they can give us more power. Maybe it is a Star Wars type cosmology where it is equal and opposing and it's just about a disturbance in the force over here that needs to be tweaked so that there's balance, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, man, in, in that case, if, if we give them more power, then man, we've, we've won in that way too. And so I think there's, a, there's this, this healthy middle approach that acknowledges there's more to reality than meets the eye and at the same time knows that our God is sovereign. And when his kingdom comes and his authority comes and his power comes because of what he's done on the cross and, and with his resurrection, um, when we encounter those kinds of things, we speak his name, we speak mm -hmm. that authority uh, without fear. Um, and knowing that we are encountering something that's, um, that is dark and, and in a sense scary, but yeah. that we don't have to live or operate um, in that place either. Yeah, so we, we finally wrap up at the house and you know, we sit in the room and we pray. Nothing really happens in that sure. moment. Um, and you know, as we're leaving, you know, Pastor Matt's talking to the woman whose home it is and um, just asking her you know, just how she's doing, how things are, are going with her. And um, you know, she tells him, like, you know, this has been really scary. Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't know what to do. Like, you know, the, the thing was like in her daughter's room even. Mm -hmm. Um, she's like, I'm just nervous. I'm worried for my daughter. He's like, well, he's like, I'm happy to come and like pray with you. He's like, I don't sense anything here right now. He's like, that doesn't mean there isn't anything, but like, mm -hmm. I'm not sensing anything right now. But I want to remind you, you know, we're happy to be here for you. We're happy to come anytime. He's like, but you, you have Jesus in you mm -hmm. too. Like you're following Jesus. You have the same spirit that I do that mm -hmm. can cast out whatever may be in here. He's like, so don't be afraid to come and pray in this room. Don't be afraid to pray around your house mm -hmm. too. You know, we're here with you, but you have absolutely the same power and authority that I do. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, it was a good reminder even for me of, okay, like we, like we do believe this, but we don't have to be paralyzed by it mm. or need to call in some special spiritual authority. Like in Christ, we have the same power to say, no, you don't get to be in my house. Yeah. Um, and that was just a really good reminder. And I think a good reminder for her, um, I don't, I didn't get it. I didn't hear from her again. I'm assuming sure. things were okay, or maybe she felt empowered to know like, okay, we can, we can do this too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, I, I love that. I've been, um, a bit surprised and I, I don't know if this is more than in the past or, um, or what, but just by the number of requests that come in from the church, from different people to, to essentially perform an exorcism and, and uh, that language is prevalent in the Catholic Church and those who have a Catholic background. But I love what you said. There is a, a sense in which, as a pastor in the church, I feel a responsibility to teach people um, what you just said, mm -hmm. um, to maybe give them some tools, uh, but ultimately to know that it's, I'm not a priest that has like the special incantation to to um, to effectively uh, win this like spiritual battle that someone's yeah. in, but that each and every believer in Jesus Christ has his authority, mm -hmm. um, has immediate access to, to calling upon his name, and the promise that, uh, that in so doing, when we do that in faith, believing and trusting in Jesus, that, um, that it's, it's going to work, yeah. actually, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and my, my 
my guess would be not knowing that story is that um, that lady had peace. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe there were some residual effects, but my hope would be that she was able to, to see a, a model of how to do that and mm -hmm. do that in a very simple way. It's, it's, there's no special words. Um, yeah. God responds and hears to our prayers and those kinds of things. So yeah. thank you so much for being with yeah. us, uh, sharing your story and, and really kicking off this, this idea, this big idea that uh, as Christians, we, we do uh, engage in spiritual matters and, and our faith is both, at, both very earthly and physical and very spiritual and unseen at the same time. And that's the crux of what we affirm as Christians. So yeah. thanks for being here. Yeah, of course.